Well, if you were hoping for a miracle announcement that Chicago Gaming Company or American Pinball was going to remake Alien and they were going to get it on the line soon and you were going to get your game any week now, your dreams have been somewhat crushed by the news today of Alien Pinball coming back and it's being manufactured in Italy, in Northern Italy, the hotbed of pinball manufacturing. Let's talk about the Alien reveal on episode 543 of Canada's Pinball Podcast. So first thing I want to talk about is how they revealed this to the world. And it was a little awkward, right? They've been teasing this thing for weeks. The Pinball Brothers started with some obscure teaser campaign on Facebook. Then they started to share actual images of the new game coming back, which was fine. I mean, it was one of the worst kept secrets in pinball. It's been a very long time since we said that Alien was coming back. I think you heard it on Canada's Pinball Podcast first. Of course, we were way off on the timing of this machine coming back. So they started this Facebook teaser campaign, and then they were like, we're going to reveal Alien Pinball, the comeback of Alien Pinball, the non-highway pinball version of the game made by Pinball Brothers. We're going to reveal it to the world on a podcast, which is somewhat strange when you think about it, because the last place you can see a game, the last place you can stream a game, and the last place you can visually get wowed by a visual toy like a pinball machine is a podcast. So it was kind of strange to me that they went all in on revealing all the details around Alien Pinball on a recorded podcast on the Super Awesome Pinball Show. Now, that being said, that was the only option all of us had to hear what the Pinball Brothers were going to say about Alien Pinball. So I do recommend you check out the Super Awesome Pinball Show's reveal of Alien. It went up today at noon. Now, I will say this. I will say this. They don't start the Alien interview until an hour and 20 minutes into the podcast. So if you want to get right to the alien news, you have to skip to an hour and 20 minutes in because it's a two hour and 40 minute show, okay? Now, what did we learn about Alien? So we learned that the Pinball Brothers are going to bring this game back. We learned that they're going to make it in Northern Italy. So we'll talk a little bit about that. We learned what the price was going to be on the standard version of the game. We learned how to order the game. And then we learned a few more details about what their journey was going from Highway Pinball to this point with Alien Pinball. So I just want to give my thoughts on this whole thing. So first and foremost, after thinking about it for a couple hours, I do think this reveal was sort of half-baked. And I want to explain why, because here's the thing. If you're going to come back and announce that you're making a game that many people paid for and never got their machine, if you're going to say to the world, hey, we're back, we have Alien, and it's for real this time, and you're going to get your game, and anyone who gives us money or anyone who orders this game, I don't want you guys to have any doubt in your minds that you're going to get the product, right? Because that's how this story ended last time. People paid for this game, and they never got the games they paid for. So what is the one thing you would do on day one of your reveal when you want to convince people that they should be confident that you're going to deliver? It's simple. You have games in boxes already made. Why would you reveal to the world your plans on December 18th if you don't have any games made yet? Isn't it premature to do it today, to do it right now, a week before Christmas? Really, now we need to know that you're bringing Alien back? So if you're not taking pre-order dollars, like they said, why would they need to reveal the game to the world on this date? That was the part that when I walked away from it all and I said to myself, well, they haven't really shown us anything. They haven't shown a game on the line. They haven't really shown us a game in a box. And why are they going live right now? Hasn't anyone learned a lesson? 
the best way to launch your pinball machine, especially when you have a theme like Alien, you know people are gonna buy it, show them you can make it. This is two for two now. We, we have Deep Root and we have Alien Pinball, both games, both games, revealing themselves to the world, and they haven't shown us anything when it comes to manufacturing of these games. And I don't have to remind anybody out there in this hobby, the most important thing, the most important thing in pinball is manufacturing. It is the first thing you should show people, not the last thing. And if you look at the pattern lately, the pattern lately is the companies that are winning, the companies that are making the best games, the companies that are delivering on their promises, they will show you manufacturing day one. They will show you how they do this. You know, when I heard Deep Root say that manufacturing was a a trade secret they weren't going to share with people. Let me tell everybody this. There's no trade secret to how you build a pinball machine. There's not. You're screwing stuff into wood. I don't care what you got in each room of your building. Ultimately, it has to go on a line in front of a human being who is screwing stuff into wood. That's all it is. And that's what people want to see, that you have all the parts in the boxes, that you have people who you hired to stand in front of that wood play field and screw stuff into it. It's not a trade secret. It's why if you open the door to Stern Pinball, if you open the door to Spooky Pinball, if you open the door to Jersey Jack Pinball, what's the first thing you see when you open the door to those companies? Do you see showrooms? Do you see this and that? No, you see a manufacturing facility. You see hardworking people screwing stuff into wood. So if I were the Pinball Brothers and I was anybody out there who wants to get consumer confidence on your project, the first thing I want to show them is people screwing stuff into wood. I mean, even Andrew Highway was smart enough to make those fake videos of production in which people were wearing winter caps with long screwdrivers and screwing posts into the wood itself. Okay, so I think this game was released prematurely. I do. I'm really happy it's back. I think they're making a smart decision by re-engineering all of the electronical issues that Andrew Highway put into the game. I think it's smart to switch out the cabinet. I do. I like the way it looks with the cabinet. While I don't miss the screen on the playfield, I think removing the big 27-inch LCD from the back box of the game is a mistake. I do. And I think they should put that back into the game when they reveal the details of the limited edition version of the game. Because we don't know what is in the limited edition version of the game. And we're going to talk about that. Well, let's just get right to the chase right now. Let's just cut right to the chase. So they announced today that they're making a standard version of the game for $7,777. I'm not sure why it's that price. Is that something to do with Alien? I don't think so. So that is a little bit more than Andrew Highway's price of $6,500, okay? Now, with everything that's in this wide-body game, that's actually a very competitive price, and I think they'll sell a lot of these machines at that price. Now, the question I had after they talked about working with this northern Italian manufacturer is this. Do they know what the bomb is on the game? Do they know what it's going to cost them to make each of these machines? And I got a little worried. I got a little worried because when you heard the way they talked about manufacturing, they said, we are starting to order the parts. We're going to ramp up slowly we're going to start slowly and hopefully build up over a period of months until we can get up to 100 games a month. So that has me believing they don't know exactly how much it is to make each game. And haven't we seen Dutch Pinball go down this road before where you get a contract manufacturer, you tell people what the price of the game is 
well before you know for sure how much it's going to cost. And I'm going to say this, the total price it's going to cost is usually going to be more than you anticipated. They talked a lot about bumps in the road. So do you think there's not going to be bumps in the road for a brand new manufacturer of pinball machines in Northern Italy? I get this company has made other stuff, but they've never made a modern pinball machine. And so they are going to experience bumps in the road, ordering parts, vendors, manufacturing, training the people who put these games together. What happens when you encounter those bumps in the road and it costs more than you thought to make each alien. Why would you set the price for the game until you know the totality of what some of those additional costs might be? This is what sank Dutch pinball people. We can't forget this. And I'm just a little nervous that they came out and they set a price that's competitive, but it might not be high enough to take into account all of the issues they're gonna face as they get to full-scale production. And even when I saw the price $7,777, I'm like, you have alien pinball. It is definitely worth more than that in a box. And I think they should have priced it higher. And I think people would have been fine with that. But it is what it is. I get it. It's weird, right? Canada rooting for higher prices. But you know what I mean? I just don't want them to underprice this thing, run into financial like hardships, and then the whole thing becomes a sinking ship again, just like at Andrew Highway's facility, just like at Dutch Pinball. I just think they should have put in more of a buffer room to make sure they don't reach that point where they have to go back and ask consumers for more money or they have to like delay paying their contract manufacturer because they underpriced the game. That's what I mean by that. To me, the biggest mistake of this launch was the lack of details around the limited edition version of this game. You launch with your most expensive title on day one. You collect the money from the people who are willing to invest the most in your company on day one. The fact that there was nothing about the LE figured out at all, nothing. And I went in on a game right away with Melissa. Other people went in on a game right away with Cointaker. And we just thought we were buying the LE version of Alien. And then immediately it became apparent, wait, we're buying the standard version of the game. And everyone's like, I don't want the standard version. I want the LE version of Alien because it's that kind of theme where you're going to want the LE version of the game and the nicest looking version of the game. And guess what details we got on the LE? We got nothing. We don't know what the price is. We don't know what the differences are. We don't know what kind of trim it's gonna have. We don't know what any of the changes are gonna be. And we don't know when it's gonna ship. The only thing we do know, they told us the Ellie would not be available for at least six months. So are you kidding me? Like six to eight months from now, we have to wait to get the Ellie version of your game. Now, let me ask you a question in the pinball world. Tell me another pinball company that has launched a game in which they didn't even show you the LE version of the game for six months. Give me one launch example where that has been the case. If they really wanted to do the best reveal possible, they should have shown the top of the line version of the game. They should have said, we're gonna make 500 of the LEs first, and then we're gonna open up some standards. And I don't buy the argument that they should make the base level first to figure out any of the issues with manufacturing. Fine, then make 25 pro editions of Alien, but then have the LE ready to go. I don't wanna spend the most amount of money on an alien, on a Guns N' Roses collector's edition. I don't. I don't want to spend the most and watch everybody else enjoy the same game for months while I wait 
And you see it in the Guns N' Roses camp right now. CE owners are pissed off. And they've only had to wait two months, two and a half months. Imagine waiting six to eight months watching everyone else enjoy their alien standard and then they're going to hit you up for payment? I just don't think that's ever going to work. I think it's sloppy marketing and I think it's something they should have figured out well before they did this. Why wouldn't they have the LE ready? Because think about it like this, people. You get one moment to launch any product. You get one moment to make a first impression with your company. And wouldn't you want the first moment to say the Pinball Brothers are real, we're doing this, and we've brought back Alien? Wouldn't you want to wheel out the nicest version of the game? Why wouldn't you do that? It looks good, but I don't love the silver armor. I think there's more they could have done on the cabinet artwork. I got to be honest. It's not blowing me away. I mean, think about how awesome you could illustrate the alien world on a cabinet. I think the legs need to be black or something that's more Geiger looking. There's just a lot they could do with it, and there's a lot they might do with it. They were talking about how the blue version is the nicest one that Highway released, and yet here we are. You're back, and you're showing us the basic version of your game. I think that's a huge mistake. I'm just going to say it too. I would have revisited the Playfield artwork. It was never popular. People never liked it, and now we get it again. If you're going to renew the license and and you're going to work with Fox, and you have two years to redo this game. It's really perplexing to me that they didn't listen to consumer feedback on that art package of the playfield. People were not a fan of it. You have to accept it now. It's okay. It is okay. But just think about it like this, everybody. This game was shown to the world. Oryx showed his art package in 2015, I believe. 2015. Look how far we've come with artwork and pinball since 2015. If you want to come back out and you want to make a huge splash and you want to blow people away, why wouldn't you revisit one of the weakest things that Andrew had in his version of the game, which was the playfield artwork? But it is what it is. I will say this. The game looks okay. It looks okay. It doesn't blow me away. Based on this theme and what you could do with Alien, I'm not seeing anything in this version of the game that wows me any more than what the Andrew Highway version of the game did. One of the really interesting parts of the interview with the Pinball Brothers was how candid they were. And they were very transparent. And it was really interesting to hear this for the first time. They said to everybody in the world, we lost over a million dollars with Andrew Highway. We invested over a million dollars and we never got anything out of that investment. That money is gone. And that number is significant because when you think about some other pinball companies out there who have spent many, many years developing games and not shipping games, it does beg the question, how many millions of dollars are some of these companies in the red and must need to recoup a lot of that money to create a successful pinball company? They have to. There's no way around it. You can't make a pinball company with six figures. It's a seven-figure operation. Well, at least not at the scale that these companies are at, right? Spooky didn't start with seven figures, and I don't think P3 Multimorphic did either. But if you want to sell hundreds of games, you're talking millions of dollars has to be invested in the organization. One part in the interview that I still think is a little revisionist history is the way they talk about their relationship with Highway Pinball. These gentlemen were heavily invested in Highway Pinball earlier on than I think the interview conveys. Like They didn't just come on the last year of Andrew Highway's run to get Alien 
and out. These gentlemen were on board for much longer than that. And the story is kind of a sad one. I mean, Andrew Highway duped them. He convinced them that Alien was further along than it was. He convinced them the quality was better than it was. And ultimately, after they burned through so much money, they realized that they were holding on to a bag of crap. And the only thing they could do was force the company into bankruptcy because what happened, and they talk about this, is that they underestimated the number of people that would want a refund when they came on board. So they thought that people would be loyal to Alien Pinball when Pinball Brothers took over, and I can't imagine why they thought that. People had been burned by Andrew for years. He had been lying to people about manufacturing and timeframes and saying two weeks and two weeks and two weeks. Remember how many times he would promise people two weeks? So when the Pinball Brothers took over the reins at Highway Pinball, it's crazy to me that when they were doing their analysis of how it would work, that they under estimated how disloyal people would be to the operation. Of course people wanted their money. Of course people wanted to jump ship. By the time the Pinball Brothers took over Highway Pinball, it was the Titanic. It had already struck the iceberg. It already had five compartments filled with water. There was nothing they could have done to prevent that ship from sinking. And so for people who had pre-order money in, they knew the ship was sinking. They, they knew it was going down too. And that's why they ran for those lifeboats and they wanted off of that ship immediately. So I can't imagine why they thought people would stay in with that venture. So here we are today. It's a new day, it's a new alien, it's a new approach. Do we think they will be successful? So I don't know yet, nobody knows yet. I feel better about this than I did when Andrew Highway was behind this project, but there's still a lot of uncertainty. How will they ship games from Northern Italy? How will that work? I know if you order through Cointaker, you put $1,000 down and it's about like 450 bucks for shipping. Now, they said there were no pre-orders. What is that? Is that a pre-order or not? Like it's a deposit, but it's not a pre-order. Now, I wanna say Chris and Melissa are amazing people. It is not a pre-order. It is a deposit for a game. They are not gonna send that money to Pinball Brothers. You have to go back and remember, the only people who lost money on the Andrew Highway deal were the people that paid Highway Pinball directly. Remember, Andrew took money directly, or you could have ordered your game through Cointaker. People who ordered through Cointaker did not lose their money. So this is the right way to do it. You give Melissa money, she holds on to the money, that is a deposit for your spot. She is not sending that money to Pinball Brothers until your game is ready, your game is in a box, and your game is on its way to America. So you can feel confident putting your money down with Melissa. And here's the thing, if this venture goes belly up and the Pinball Brothers don't figure it out, your money will go back to you. So if you want an alien standard, go in and go get one right now and you are on the line to get one. You That is what you are giving a deposit for. It is super disappointing that there's no LE, that there's no information. A lot of people thought they were ordering an LE today and Melissa will move your money over to an LE deposit, but you know, you're you're looking at a six to eight month wait. Do you really want to have your money tied up for eight months? I mean, eight months from now, we're going to have Toy Story. Eight months from now, we're probably going to have Back to the Future. I think about how many Stern games. We're going to have two to three more Stern games. We're going to have the next game from Chicago Gaming Company. So there's going to be so many titles available in eight months. That feels like an eternity to have your money locked up on a game. Now, again, they should have sold the LEs first. 
So my overall take on today is, is simply this. This is now the second pinball company in the month of December that has opened up orders for games that are not yet on the line. If they were on the line, they should show it. There is no greater thing to show a pinball buyer than the pinball machine you want them to buy being manufactured. That is the most important thing. If your game is not on the line, if your game is not being manufactured, then you should not be revealing your game. You should not be doing podcasts. You should not be taking victory laps. You should not be opening up your order banks. You should not be doing interviews and, and talking about everything that's in this game that's not yet being made yet. A game being made is the most important thing. Without that, nothing else matters. And the other part about the interview with these gentlemen that just stood out to me was there was a lot of laughter, and I don't think this is funny to everybody because you have to remember there are people out there that never got their game from Andrew Highway. They don't find it funny. It hasn't been a laughing matter for them. They've spent years stressed out about this. What they want to know is that the Pinball Brothers are going to get it done. And what they should have heard today, on reveal day, was that your games have been made. Everyone who's got a voucher claim with Andrew Highway for the Pinball Brothers version of Alien, those people should have been told on reveal day, we are a new company. We have made every single Highway Pinball voucher game real today. They are in a box. You can redeem your voucher today and your game will be shipping to you in the next few weeks. Because right now, this is still just their intention to do all of this. I think they should have waited till they were a little bit further ahead. I have the same advice for Deep Root. You got to show your game. You got to show your game being made. You got to show production. You can't just tell us what your plans are and then ask us for money. You got to show people that you have the ability to make these games. Do any of you know what the Northern Italian manufacturing facility looks like? Have you seen it? Have you seen any proof it's real? It's easy to show pictures of parts. It's easy to show that. And that is good visuals. Like at least we're seeing that. I mean, that's more than we've seen from some other companies. At least we're seeing playfields stacked up. At least we're seeing face huggers lined up. So stuff is happening over there. But my main takeaway is why. Why would you reveal it the same week as Led Zeppelin? Why would you reveal it like a week before Christmas when GNR LEs are flying out the door at Jersey Jack? Why would you do it now? Like what was it about December 18th that said, this is the day we're going to reveal Alien to the world? I don't understand that part of it. Why wouldn't they just have waited to the first X amount of games were off the line? and real and in a box. That is the part I just don't get because you're not getting pre-order money. It's not like if you needed money, you would have asked for it, but they didn't, which is good. But then why? And if I could give the Pinball Brothers any advice, it would be to learn something. And I know this is crazy to say this, but they should learn something from Dutch Pinball. Dutch Pinball is another company where people gave money and didn't get what they paid for. What did Dutch do? Barry turned his new line on and is Barry doing podcasts? Is Barry doing victory laps? Is Barry doing reveals like this? No, what they're doing is, is they're putting their heads down and making the game. They are getting their hands dirty and they're figuring it out and they're making the game and they're shipping Big Lebowski's to people. And he's not taking a victory lap because Barry knows his job is not done until every EA gets their Big Lebowski. And the same is true for the Pinball Brothers. They should learn something from Barry. Don't do reveals. Don't do interviews. Don't pat yourself on the back. Go make these games. People will buy Alien the same way people buy Big Lebowski. 
but you have an obligation. I know they keep saying they're a new company, they're not Highway Pinball. No, that's not true. They have an obligation to make these games for those men and women who bought it from Andrew Highway. They do have that obligation. And I get that they lost millions, but if you're gonna remake Andrew Highway's game exactly the same way he made it for the most part, I mean, it looks like the exact same game. This is Highway Pinball's Alien 2.0. You're making his product, okay? There's no way around that. And it's cool, like the world will accept it, but now you need to just do the hard work. And this is my advice for every single pinball company out there. Highway Pinball, Dutch Pinball, CGC. You gotta do the hard work. You gotta prove that you can do the hard work before you reveal your game to the world. And all too often, we've seen the other thing occur, where everyone wants to reveal the fun stuff, but nobody wants to get to the hard stuff. So I hope they get the hard stuff right. I hope they figured out what these games are actually gonna cost before they priced it. And I hope we don't run into another situation in which a contract manufacturer and a pinball company don't see eye to eye on how much it actually costs to make a pinball machine in the modern world. So I wish them the best of luck. Now they have to do the hard part. And they've started to say, we're gonna see something in January. So if we see Alien Pinball unboxed in January, January or arriving at Cointaker, that will be a very good sign. Man, it's turning out to be a very crowded January, February. You know, Robert also promised Raza sometime in February. So will we see Alien or will we see Raza first? And will anybody get their Guns N' Roses Collector's Edition before either one of these games come out? It's a crazy time. I'm gonna watch Led Zeppelin stream tonight. I'm still underwhelmed by that reveal. We'll see if the gameplay turns that game around. But for a lot of people out there, man, Led Zeppelin, Steve Ritchie, it feels very cookie cutter, feels very uninspired. Let's hope, let's hope the stream can save it. Everybody, we'll be back with Led Zeppelin stream on the next episode of Canada's Pinball Podcast. Have a good day.